G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz and this is episode number 12 of the Outback Mine podcast. Another tremendous guest uh, with me today, uh, from a little bit a uh, different angle than uh, than Mark that was on previously. I have another Mark uh, with me today, which is ah, oh, mate, an incredible uh, individual uh, in 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 very very certain certain terms. Uh, Mark Kluwer is a uh, a guy from regional Victoria. Now he is. I believe uh, the number one cold therapy specialist in Australia. He's the man that um, that basically has transformed not only his own life but many people's lives throughout the country with ice bars and, and cold therapy uh, and breathing techniques and those sorts of things. And I was really keen to get Mark onto this because he's had a, an unbelievable change in his own life and he's uh, been able to help men, men primarily, um, to be able to uh sort of understand themselves physically and mentally through the power of cold therapy but also to be able to teach them skills through his own life experience to uh to help them become become more self-aware body mind and spirit and uh, mark's got an incredible story to tell so i thought uh this would be a great opportunity to get mark on at uh, episode number 12 to be able to share his journey with us see you there mate yeah g'day aaron how are you pal yeah, how pretty, you going, mate? All right? yeah pretty good thank you i I'm I'm sitting here in a in a short uh, pair of shorts with no top on, and I reckon you're sitting down there in Victoria with a jumper on, are you? Nah, bullshit. No jumpers here, son. No, <laughs> mate. Shorts, t-shirt, all, all all year round if we can, mate. Hey, you. The, the cold doesn't worry you at all, does it? Oh, I suppose it does. It all depends. Well, what's happening up in the mind, mate? I suppose when you start to when you you know when you when you're clear um, and you know you've done the. Your, your ritual in the morning and um, and you've dealt with things, you know, like I, I, I think it's about how you're feeling at that particular time. Look, there are times when I, I wear a jumper, yeah. mate, and, and I think it's really important to, you know, we need to be in, in touch sure. with ourselves. And, and so, you know, we don't always have to have that stoic approach, mate. You yes. know, I, I do wear a jumper, you know, um, if I if I feel I have to, mate, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, I try to, you know, be aware of that. Obviously, always with the breathing and uh, how the body's going, and just you know, because you got to be. Look, that's the thing, mate. I think blokes think that you know we, we, we've got to be tough at all stages, or we've got to be kind to our body too, Aaron. You know, yeah. as you would know, mate, in your industry, mate. Yeah, that's beautifully said, and. Um yeah, you, you, you touched on something about being too rigid. If you're sort of saying, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, wear shorts and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, you uh, you actually uh, fall out of rhythm pretty quickly. So if you can actually listen, then uh, you'll find some, uh, some some valuable secrets in what uh, and what, what the body's trying to tell you sometimes. So it's, it's really good to hear you uh, to say that, mate. So today I wanted to, to really talk about your experience your journey as an individual uh where you've sort of come from obviously when you discovered uh you know cold therapy in 2016 your association with wim hof and where that's sort of taken you and where you're going to next because i believe mate you've got the power to change a lot of people's lives out there with what you're building um in uh in in western victoria or central victoria there as far as your retreat center is concerned but just your skills and knowledge and your understanding of men's health, I think, is really, really profound. So, mate, can you give us a, a bit of a, a story of your, your background from where you came from as a young fellow and sort of how your journey's unfolded till now? Yeah, th- thanks, Aaron. Thanks for asking, mate. Uh, well, basically, Aaron, I'm going to start with this, mate, right? Mm-hmm. In 2016, I cried deep. Not just that this was deep, heartfelt, emotional it ripped through me, you know, uh, emotion, crying for five days in 2016. Serious? Yeah, and it changed my life, mate. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, now, so I'm I'm starting with that. Mm-hmm. So two, here I am in 2016. I've cried my soul, bared my, you know, for five days. So we've got that sitting there on the shelf for the moment, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now 
when I grew up, I grew up in north uh, in the northern northeastern suburbs of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Okay, in a place. Sorry, mate. Danny Nong. Oh. No, no, that's more north. Oh, oh, hang on, that's more. I think that's southeast, mate. No, north northeast is more like uh, Eltham, Montmorency, Greensboro. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so I, I grew up there, mate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I played footy for a local football team. Played football, cricket, basketball. You know, um, and I was yes, in the cricket club and and in the football club, and uh, obviously um, there's these cultures around these areas that um, all around these these clubs um, that you start, especially when you're at a young age and you grow up with that right through the juniors. Mm. Um, and then I uh, then when I got to like uh, about 16, 17, I I, um, I I was I was recruited to. Uh, um, Collingwood Football Club in the uh, uh, that's in the eighties eighty four. Serious, uh, you you'd have been play. there with Eddie McGuire in the under nineteens, wouldn't you? No, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, um, Eddie was playing, but no, Eddie was. I didn't play. Uh, he, he didn't play at, at Collingwood then. But we uh, we had Tom Hathie was coach, and like well, I was in the under nineteen, so mm. there was this you know this learnt culture that 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 you know about what 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 uh, what it's like to be a man. You mm. know was. Were, were, I, I lived with, and, and then I, um, and then I, I had, I uh, started a plumbing apprenticeship when I was uh, eighteen. Okay, and it was on Rialto. This is nineteen eighty four, also. Yeah. Um, in Rialto, and I remember, and here I am starting the first day on site, and uh, I, you know I'm an apprentice, eighteen, and there's eighty plumbers in this particular company. The building trade was booming then, mate. It was phenomenal. Mm. There was big buildings going up everywhere, you know, um, and work was pretty, like, to give you on an apprenticeship, you just had to, you know, stick it out, obviously, but there was plenty of opportunity for, uh, for if you wanted to be a tradesman. So, so anyway, so I've got this, I've built, I've learned, you know, this, this behaviour, being with the, you know, this uh, man culture and, and, or, um, I'm going to say, I'll say probably I've grown up with a toxic human behaviour. I'm not going to say, yeah. um, you know, toxic male or female behaviour. It's toxic human behaviour, mate, right? So so there was this, you know, and there was this, um, um, what do you call it, train of thought or, or, or belief that if you showed your emotions in, in public, mate, mm. it was a sign of weakness, you know? Mm-hmm. And so here I am. I've gone through this, you know, through this, uh, my life, my parents were great, great, and my father was very loving and caring. Um, he'd always give us a cuddle, you know, was, he was great, but obviously when you're, you know, that, that's, you're safe in your home, mm. but when you get out and you're around, you don't want to show that, you, you know, you've got a, a soft spot because it's, it, it's a, it's showing your emotions in public is a sign of weakness, right? So yeah. here I am, first day on this job, um, and there was 80 plumbers on site. I remember some of these big, Fellas, you know, um, grown men would come up and say, "We're going to, re- you know, we're going to, uh, uh, you know, um, initiate you," um, you know, and and I, I was obviously concerned. And this is this is not the true rite of passage that, that that that's been going on for thousands of years around tribes around the world. This is just bullshit. Just trying to bully in uh, intimidation behaviour. You know, who can drink the most? what they're going to do to you. And I just said, basically, I'm not having a bar of this. I don't care what happens. If I get sacked on the first day, I don't really care. This is, I'm not standing for this, you know. Mm. But obviously, there was still this stoicness that, that you stand, you know, and you wouldn't show your emotion. So here I am, growing up with this, especially as Aaron, you know, we're talking earlier, mate, you know, we're in our 50s and we've grown up with this mentality around us about what masculinity looks like. Well, I tell you, mate, I tell you. When you show your emotions in public with people you love, people that you really care for, that's a sign of strength, mate. That's not weakness. That's courage, mate. Mm. That's courage. Mm-hmm. And so in 2016, at five days, I went to a Wim Hof retreat for the first time, okay? And I was drawn to Wim Hof through a good mate of mine that was suffering from mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, a brother is a, a brother of mine not my brother, but a brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said to me, he said to me, Mark, you've got to check out this uh, this this crazy Dutchman, what he's doing. And uh, straight away when he said crazy Dutchman, I, my, my uncle, my uncle, my father's Dutch. And so I had this affiliation 
if that's the right word, you know, or, or this affection for crazy Dutchmen. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so, but, so that was the first thing. But the second thing I was really drawn to was the physical aspect, mate, right? The physical, the physical aspect of, um, of what he was doing. And because I used to push myself pretty hard. I trained hard. There was no time for meditation. Wasn't interested in that, mate. It was training hard. Working hard. I wasn't a drinker. I never used to get on the on the beer or or, or, or go out and, and get blasted. I, I was never interested in that, mate. You know, that's one thing with the footy club. You know, we'd go out, we'd go away on trips, and I was the only one probably not drinking for some reason. It didn't trigger me, mate, or it didn't it didn't float my boat, mate. So, mm-hmm. so then here I am. Um, I, I, I'm at this I'm at this uh, this retreat, and and I was drawn to 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 whim for that physical side. But that's not what I needed, Aaron. Mm. That's not what I needed, mate. That's not what I needed. But I thought I had. That's what I wanted. Mm. That's the ego, then, that's the ego, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah the, the ego. And but what happened? This is a day in my this particular uh, window of this month because this all happened in in about a month in my life in 2016 because I heard him on a podcast that weekend that my mate told me about it. And then I said to my wife, I'm going to meet this bloke. And within a month, he was coming to Australia. And at the last minute, I get a ticket to spend five days with another 60 people with him down the west coast of Victoria. Okay. And then, and that first day, mate, when we just laid down together and I hadn't done any of this stuff because, see, mate, as I said earlier, I trained hard, I played hard, and I had all those chips. See, men, see, they put all those chips on black and think if they do these hard things, you know, and and um, and build this these big, you know, um, uh, businesses, uh, that, that, and and wanting wanting this kind of social acceptance on on what a successful person man needs to be and what it looks like. Mm. I'd put my chips all on that roulette wheel, mate. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All on black, mate. And here I am. So I go to this this uh, retreat and for and for yeah for five days. It ripped through me, mate. And I remember on the first day, Aaron, on the first day, mate, I was laying there and I had this emotion come up. I thought, fuck, what's this? I, I, and I was pushing it down because I thought I dealt with everything. You know, we had every, everyone has you know, family issues or, or something comes up in their life. And as I said, because we, we think we've dealt with it properly by just pushing it away and not thinking about it and forgetting about it and, and different forms. Like I, I, I would exercise hard. And, and long, you know, that was my, uh, and that was probably, that was my way to, to get away from it. I didn't, as I said, didn't drink or, but I just pushed it down deep into the body, mate, into the soul, you know. Mm-hmm. But then what happened with this breathing, it was just fully in and let it go. And it just, it ripped through me, Aaron. Mm-hmm. You know, this wave of emotion. And you know what the beauty was, mate? And, and I can't, and see, the beauty was, and this is what, after the session, you think, fuck, what are people going to think of me, mate? You know, like, mm. they all come up and they all get around you. And that's what it, and when you're truly vulnerable with a group of people, that's when the acceptance happens and you realise it's about being authentic. You be yourself, not what society places and put these expectations on what, what, um, what masculinity is, what success is. Success, mate, for me, success for me, Aaron, is happiness, mate. Mm. It's not about the fucking Porsche mm. for me, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not judging anyone or anything. This is, and I'm not here to tell people what to do. I'm just sharing what I've learned. So we'll, we'll, you know? uh, we'll talk about that, mate, because you've touched on something very dear to me and... Um, all, all, all we're meant to be doing here as humans, mate, is really caring for one another, confiding in one another, uh, sharing all the, all the, yep. the, the, the good stuff, right? So, so we've been steered away from that to be selfish and greedy and all those sorts of like really poor, poor things that uh, that really take us away from our, our pure, our pure essence of humanity. And so, so just just sort of fast forwarding here a little bit. What what that actually did was that it actually like re recalibrated your whole system to be able to get you to a place of vulnerability where you had to get into ice, which was uncomfortable. Which you know we all know now that uh, being uncomfortable is really the only way to grow. 
um, and and that that really gave you a, a huge reset because a lot of the, the the trauma that you'd experienced and all the all the belief systems that you had were stored in your body, and this actually helped release that, mm-hmm. which helped release you release your nervous system, and help yeah, your yeah, nervous yeah. system uh, you know really settle down. But that actually gave you the opportunity to be able to release and and let go. Once we let go and surrender, that's when the growth starts to happen. Yeah, yeah. And Aaron, I'll just tell you, mate, you know when, because life, everyone presents itself a doorway. Mm. And the first uncomfortable thing for me, Aaron, was, I, I, you know, when I was I, I was asked, you know, if I was interested at the last minute, two, a day before the, the event started, mm. I was asked, you know, there's a spare ticket, do you want to go? And I, and I jumped on it. And mm. I knew straight away as I hung up the phone, I went, oh, fuck, what have I done? Yeah. And I was nervous for the next day. <laughs> Yeah. Leading up to it, because I knew there was going to be, I knew there was, there was a change, and it's like when the door opens, and what, and, and naturally what will happen, we'll think, oh, I, I don't know that path. I'll stick to what I'm doing, because yes. I know that path. Yeah. I know right. that path. Yep. Right. Yep. And and like you said, mate. So the uncomfortability it started, you know, and then as I said, it and and, and it, it it started there, and then it went to the breathing, letting go, like that, like you said, in a reset. Because it did it did rip through me, and, and and I totally believe what you're saying, mate, in relation to storing that trauma in the nervous system for sure. Mm. And then the ice bath, mate. Because what happens with the ice bath, as you know, Aaron, we go to the soul, mate. Mm. The mm. ice bath. If you're in the head, you're dead, mate. When you get in, you go within, yes. and it's beautiful. And how good is it, mate? It's a beautiful. You know, if you're struggling sometimes to shut the mind off. When you get nice, but you have to shut the mind off, Aaron. Yeah. As you know, otherwise yeah. you jump out, mate. Yeah, you know? that's right. Because um, yes. yeah. yeah. the cold is our teacher, you know? Mm. It's amazing, isn't it? And uh, it's very yeah, simple, mate. but it's so confronting for the average person to be able to get uncomfortable like that. Um, yeah. When we when we sort of test our boundaries and, and push through our boundaries, uh, Paul Roos spoke about this on a, on a previous podcast, but... Uh, he said that that's really the only way. You've got to be able to front up every day to make some changes so we can actually like push through and, and, and change and, and continually grow yeah. because that's the pattern of a, of a human to be able to do that mm-hmm. and then settle that's down right. around a campfire at night and be able to, uh, to you know, talk about it. And, uh, yeah, that, that's the beauty. I think that's actually here for all of us. We just need to be able to step up sometimes and, and move through the blockages that we have. Yeah, that's it, mate. That's it. That's exactly right, mate. And... And for me, like as I said, that weekend of, of, of people, what's well, okay? The, the fifth day, you know, oh fuck, Mark's having a fucking cry again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean. But it was it, there was total acceptance, and I would, and and um and I, actually, Aaron, I'll share. What, I, I'll tell you what happened. It might have been the midway through. I had a uh, I was doing breathing, and I had this buzzing on the head, mate. Right, mm-hmm. it was like I thought, fuck, I've gone too far. I fell back. I thought I had a stroke. You know, but it was obviously I've had this clearing just go, just like a lightning bolt went straight through me, mate. Mm. And it was just from then on it was fucking clarity, mate. And I was buggered. And I remember, mate, on the you know also midway through the retreat, um, is I was sitting at lunchtime and uh, speaking to a mate of mine, and um, I said to him, "Do you know what, Geordie? I'm going to open a retreat space, mate." Mm. You had this clarity of thought. It was not to to tell as again. It was to provide a space in nature where people could find clarity. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because see, Aaron, as you know, we are nature. Mm. We are nature, right? We're not a part of nature. We are nature, mm. right? And so that was so clear for me. Mm. So clear for me, Aaron. So um, I. That what um, so that was a clear that was clear and so on the uh, when I returned back from the retreat I, I was sitting at the at the uh, dining table and my wife I had tears streaming down my face I tell you what it was like mate I tell you what it was like it was like you know the uh, National Art Gallery of Victoria mate the window with all the bloody water running down the bloody uh, <laughs> front of the window yeah I do that's yeah. what it was mate right I was it was fuck mate it was still gas when I got home you know and. My, my wife rang my brother up and it was my business part at a building company with him business part at the time and um my wife said that something's happened to mark and um my brother said um oh look i reckon he'll be all right give him a couple of days well mate i'm right now mate that's and that is five years ago mm, you know mm. and i just had this 
it's what I, what I needed to do. And, you know, I spoke to my wife about it and, you know, I've put them, my family through grief. You know, we've moved, we've moved, we were in uh, Elfington, near Northcote, in, in uh, just not north of the CBD, that 8K from the CBD. And we're on a 300 square metre block. I built a house there 25 years ago, a family home. Now, my two daughters who are now adult daughters, we all grew up there and uh, we found some land, uh, 70 acres of land up in uh, up in Dalesford, in Hepburn, actually. Mm, beautiful. Um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so now that's where we we're creating this space. And Aaron, you know, is, well, it's a hard thing last year, especially through the COVID thing. And I, look, we were lucky being in the country, not being, you know, Melbourne would have been any of these big cities, especially, well, especially Melbourne, you know, with the lockdown and everything. Mm. We were lucky here. But there were times when, and it's, you know, there was doubt, mate. What, what am I doing? You know, there's, there was doubt. But you know, you, you know, brought me Aaron back. Mm. What brought me back, mate. I tell you, what brought me back, Aaron. Is that the doubt comes up, and then the, the chatterbox starts. But then I kept, I kept coming back to since 2016, Aaron. That week in 2016, people have come into my life now. I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm in flow. It doesn't mean it's not, it's not always easy, mate. Mm. But the connections and the people that you meet come through your life. Yeah. And you know, and I, and so I kept saying, this has to be right. This mm. has to be right. Mm. You know, because I said, we had some long winter nights and that, you know, I was working, building stuff. And I, you know, I was building stuff and then we didn't know what was happening. And then we, we had an event set up and then it was canceled. All these things, you know, and, the doubt comes in. It's like, fuck, what have I done, you know? And mm. But I come back and I just got to believe that we're on the path. And I'll tell you what, Aaron, I'll tell you what, when I was building this early on, and I've got to share this, this feeling, mate, because I know people, there's certain things that people get this feeling in life, mate. I'm sure they do. I, in the morning, it didn't happen every time, but, but on a number of occasions, I'd come to the front gate Okay, I'd open the gate, the chain, and I had this hair standing up on the back of my neck. You know that kind of really, like, I'm going to do this, and, and tears in my eyes, knowing that this is right. This mm. is right. I'm going to do this, mm. and it could be like the excitement. You're playing a, a team sport with a team. You know, I just felt that I was on the right path, and 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 I'd say, oh no, I'm I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm going to do this. You know, and so mm. um, it's just been. You know, a real, a real, um, well, it's changed, as I said, Aaron, 2016, it changed my life. Mm. What price do you put on something like that? I don't know. Oh, mate. Uh, you can't, mate. In, in, incredible. With regards to what, what the mind was telling you when, when you're sort of going back to the, the false feeding of, uh, of doubt and fear and all those sorts of things, um, you know, that, that's, yeah, there, that's, there, that's there for a reason to protect you, but... If you really strongly believe in what you're doing and, and what that actually has to to give you uh, happiness and to be able to give you the ability to be able to live in flow, uh, which is going to fulfill you for the rest of your life, um, that will that will shine through because you're doing a, a great thing for humanity and, and yourself and and you 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 said before about the connection with nature now you're doing something that's actually connecting us back to the the elements again and that's that's what i believe we were meant to be doing as humans here we're meant to be actually connected to this stuff and we've been denatured too much so we've actually yes been, mate been, Good been, we've been yes. pushed away so so really you're providing a space where people can come out of melbourne and become renatured again uh to be able to connect with themselves and then be able to use that as a, as a source of connection that they can take back into their lives, but also to be able to come back and reconnect consistently to stay grounded. Beautiful, mate. And I think that's what we've done, Aaron, is what's happened, mate. We've become like, you know, where, where we kind of soften our environment to make it cuddly and, 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 and it's there, we all do it, mate, mm. you know. And, and, and by doing that, we weaken ourselves too, mate, you mm. know, because, you know, and nature's so important for that, mate. We've got to get our hands in Mother Earth, mate. Mm. We've got to get the dirt under the fingernails, mate. You know, not 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 be you know scared of germs, but we thrive. We thrive with this environment, you know. Mm. And as I said again, back in the elements, mate. 
you know, back of the elements, getting pissing wet in the rain, mate. Mm, I know? know, yeah. You it, know? Just, it just gets all the cells working like they should. Um, you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting in a motel room here in Gladstone, uh, you know, on a, on a wooden chair and uh, all this sort of stuff. And if I was sitting um, in the bush on a log, uh, talking talking like I am now, I'd feel much more comfortable in the environment that I'm in. And um, yeah, so, yeah. so the average person that's in Melbourne in a built environment, I have I have flashbacks of being on a Melbourne tram consistently and being the only one there that wasn't on a mobile phone, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, and, and a crammed tram, a crammed tram. And uh, yeah, people are living, <laughs> yeah, people are living that, that lifestyle day in, day out. They're not nature, they're not putting their feet on the dirt, they're not... Uh, not breathing properly, their uh, their thoughts are uh, mm-hmm. always at speed because they're not actually neutralising their mind and being able to come back to you know that sense of self again. And and this is really you know, I've said to other guests that have been on here, this is what this podcast is all about. It's about you know giving people information so they can reconnect and to be able mm-hmm. to you know manage their physical and mental health better rather than outsourcing it. That's really what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been guided that way, but now it's time to take our power back. Uh, Aaron, you, you, I was just going to say, we have the power, mate. Yeah. And this is the exciting part. It's it's, it's us. We we are the power. You don't need to be a superhuman to jump in an ice bath, mate, right? You need to believe in ourselves, and we need we have the power within. We light the fire within, brother. Mm. And that's what that's what the journey is, mate. And sh- and so we can share this with people, you know? You know, and, and, and um, because, as you know, mate, when you get out of an ice bath, you're, you're alive, man. Especially if you then put your head under, mm. hey? Eh? Yeah, now the science is there, mate. Yeah, the science is there. What? It, but yeah. I reckon the most important part is how do you feel after it? Mm. How do you how do you feel, man? You know, well, it always a, brings us back. It's like a runner that you know? goes on a run, like for 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 a period of time. They they stay feeling good for days after that, you know. And oh, uh, you do, mate. You, yeah. but just really because um, you, you know, Mark, the breath gets in back into its nice flow state, uh, yeah. and and the mind is there for a purpose. The mind will dominate, but once everything you know is working as well as our physiology possibly can, then that, that sense of bliss and that sense of peace um, that, that's really there for us can return. And uh, we've been so dominated by our minds that we think that's natural. But once we actually get out of that and we start to get into this, uh, this sense of flow with everything else around us, it's so beautiful. You know, We don't have any ego that actually uh, you know, dominates our opinions on the way that things should be or... You know, we're, we're uh, disconnected from the, the elements and animals out there. Once we sort of get, get out of that, we start to become really, uh, really back to our, our complete human nature, which was there in Indigenous um, cultures where mm. we've sort of, you know, we've mm. been disconnected because of the model that we work under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, mate. For sure. Totally mm. agree with you, mate. So with, re- guys, mate. with with regards to yourself, so you you were self employed for quite a period of time uh, doing your own thing, and then you've uh, you've obviously taken a, a different journey. Now, what were you doing? You were plumbing primarily and, uh, and doing trades. Yeah, I was a yeah plumber by trade originally, and then I um, had a plumbing business, and then I opened up a building company with my brother for mm-hmm. twenty five years, mate. So yeah, good on you. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, thanks, mate. And so yeah, we we'll, we we'll, we'll, were building um and then as i said oh, i was starting i was getting to that age aaron whereas mark the plumber or mark the builder and i really and it comes to me when i was away also on that that those five days i didn't want to be known or you know that 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 the um that our job defines who we are you know mm. and so i was really concerned about that because i have you know you gotta we gotta have purpose and i'm always lucky I've, I've i found my purpose mate you know mm. like yeah i've really you know, and so I, that was one driving factor for me that I, I was ready to do something else. I was uninspired, even though it was my business, but it was like, mate, you, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to have the, you know, someone ask you a question, what's your favourite day of the week, you know? And if it's, fr- if it's a Saturday or a Sunday or Friday afternoon or whatever it is because work's finished, that's the concern, mate. Mm. You know, and, and, and I was lucky, and I know there are times in our lives where that's what we need to do. You know, we've got, we're, we're fathers and, um, and and parents, mothers and fathers, that we're, we're, we're looking after children, and they need us mm. for support. But when there, there is a time in our lives when, you know, we, we can work through that, um, especially when they're, up, they're older, um, mm. and 
they're not as dependent on us. Mm. Uh, and then we can we can really start to look at you know okay what am I going to do now? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that, that, because that, that's see, right. Yeah, good. And Aaron, I think also, mate, you know, our 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 generation, it was like you know we had once, as I said, Mark the plumber was always going to be a plumber. He might go into building or whatever, but he was always going to be doing that. Mm. But nowadays, the and and the younger ones, mate, nowadays, you know, they're looking like they'll have more than one job in their life, which is great. Mm. More life experience, mate. Get to do more things. Mm. Um, so. You know, um, I still think you need to stick at something, though, like especially, you know, a trade's really good for, um, in the building trade, for example, because that's what I've learnt, obviously, and it's a really good teacher. You know, when someone's young, for example, they've got to front up, no matter what the weather conditions. Well, it's a bit different now, mm. but when we were digging, we didn't care if it was rain, hail, it didn't matter, mate. We are on site, mate, in the mud, mate. Yeah. To, you know? Yeah, and, yeah you were used to was, yeah, and, and, and that brings me to another point, mate, is like, which has been a challenge for me here, because when I was running these, we, we had some quite um, large residential buildings we were doing, you know, and, you know, I'd have quite a number of fellows on site working and you'd be getting lots of stuff done. I'd have the checklist going. It was great. And you and when you eat these type of jobs, for example, mate, so here's my, my belief patterns. I was on a finite path. You know what I mean? Whereas I had a, I had a start day on the job that we signed the contract mm-hmm. and I had a finish day. Mm-hmm. It's a finite path. Bang. What, what I'm doing now is an infinite part, mate, because I'm building something. So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll ever be finished, mate. It'll always be something, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And it's a journey. And that's what I've learned. It's a journey. So for me, this hard mindset of me wanting everything finished before people come, I'd never open, mate. Yes. You know what I mean? So... Yep, you're not you're not forcing it. You 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 really that that's that's the that's the essence of of, of what you're doing uh, is you're actually like not forcing it. You're not sort of saying oh, I've got to have it done by such and such a time because that's going to create stress. Stress is going to go yep. into the energy of the place that you're in, and all of a sudden it's not going to be as authentic. But if you just take your time and do it gradually, it's going to flow nicely like it should. Yeah, and that's so that's what that's what the that's what I'm trying to do, mate. And so mm. for me, one of my big things is I'm getting taught about the infinite the infinite path mate mm-hmm. you know what i mean that and the journey and enjoy the journey on the way mm. because once you get to the your finish point if you're only waiting there and then and the journey begins there you're missing out big time mate yeah i agree big time yep exactly you know, yeah, so, you know, i learned the hard way through through sport or fitness primarily that was always yep. one, one after the other and always looking at your watch and this and that but i was actually missing out on the journey so um, yeah so and that that's that's but that's common with most people in life, doing too much in the mind to actually enjoy what's going on around you. Uh, yeah. And mate, I wanted to touch on that. So 2000 and maybe 17 it was, you and Zane took off around Australia to uh, to host uh, what's, oh, yeah. what's called, um, what was it called? The Chill something? Chill Seekers. Chill, the chill, chill Seekers. Chill Seekers. So you went around pretty much Australia like uh, hosting ice bars in rural towns. Yeah, so it was actually, we went up the East Coast. So we started, mate, in... In Adelaide, the first stop was Adelaide, mate. Then we came back to Melbourne, did a nice bath Melbourne uh, session there in, in Geelong, and then we went up the east coast, mate. We went through Sydney. Mm. Oh, before Sydney, we stopped in Ulladulla. Then we then we went to uh, we had some events in Sydney. Then we went up to Byron, and then we went right up to um, oh, where was it? That's good. That's yeah. That time <laughs> flies, mate. It's unbelievable, mate. Yeah. We went up to. Uh, Nambour, mm-hmm. yeah, Nambour, and then Sunshine Coast, or that, yeah, Sunshine yeah. Coast, and then we went, a, then we went through across to um, Alice Springs. Unreal. There you go. And did, yeah, yeah, Alice Springs. So we did like eight thousand k's, mate, in in about three weeks. And I tell you what, mate, I got home and I was in that much uh, pain. I was doing ice baths too, obviously <laughs> regularly when we're on on tour, but. My shoulders, because I'd be, I'd been cramped in that one position yeah, the whole time. I'd, yeah. I, I thought I'd always be okay, but it took me about three weeks to get coming good again, mate. Imagine, was, imagine you know, a truck driver. Imagine a truck driver, a oh, taxi no, driver, but, be feeling oh, like that all the time. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But it was great. I had a good time, and what we had, we had this little caravan that uh, we called the Chill Seekers. My my daughter's painted the van. It looked like a fucking ice cream <laughs> van, mate. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, Oh, we had a had a had a had a great time, mate. Um, and um, we uh, we had this little caravan, and we we 
you know, we we slipped in the caravan um, as we went. It was, you know, it was great, mate. It was a, and, and and we had people, um, we had people ride on the van, you know, like mm. we had a big texture at the end, and we just wanted people to write what they felt after the ice bath, and um, and no, it was great. No, I looked at those, you know, for memories, mate. It's beautiful. It was great. Beautiful. It took beautiful a lot of courage time, for you to do that. It took a lot of courage for you to say, well, this is what we're doing because we believe in it. We're taking off. And, and ice bars back then seemed weird for a lot of people, obviously. So, um, you know, yeah, yeah. to you, for you to be able to go out and, and live your passion and just say, look, this is so good. We want to share it with people. That's uh, that that's absolutely amazing. Can you give us some um, some examples of what, what people experienced through that tour? Yeah, well, see, like but that, this is a, a beautiful thing. What happened? They had people saying that one one person rode on the um, one one person rode on the uh, on the caravan. I am awesome. I thought yes, you know, <laughs> because it, and it was great. So there were there was stuff like that and and, and contentment that they just were so uh, they felt so empowered mm. because see, Aaron, life's an ice bath, mate. Life's an ice bath. Yeah, mm. it's a yardstick for life, mate. If you're struggling outside or, or at school or, or, or at work, uh, any of those kind of things, and you learn how to, when you jump in ice baths, is when I, we, we're in the fight or flight response. First, mm-hmm. when we get in there, if we, if we can learn to overcome that, come that and go deep to the soul and we teach the breath, a breathing technique in the bath, and if you can learn that, when you get in a stressful situation in life, this will help you deal with it, mate. Mm. Because what's harder, sitting in an ice bath for three minutes or dealing with this situation, which you know you can do, mate. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing we've got to come back to. And, uh, you know, and, and unfortunately what happens, we forget sometimes and we're, we get anxious. Can you hear me, Aaron? You yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, mate. <laughs> just, um, right. and, 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 um, and we get in these situations, we need to come back to that and remember, oh, yeah, yes, we can do this, Aaron. Mm. We can do it as a... We do it, son, mm. and it's, and it's about doing it together. It's because community, mate. Yeah. And my 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 three C's: community, connection, and commitment, mate. Yeah, incredible, beautiful words, and and you know, lots of stuff come back to me, and it sort of lit a fire. Then with um, with with the doubt that was going on in my own mind when I was trying to uh, get fit you know, run up a hill and all that and they were saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I just kept thought, oh, no, I can fucking do it. So yeah. um, so I just kept, it, I kept pursuing and uh, persisting and, and that, that challenge was, was overcome. Um, and we have challenges in our everyday life, which may be, may be personal, it may be uh, relationships, it could be all these sorts of things. So uh, being able to sort of say, well, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it because it's going to make me happy. Uh, perhaps yep. or it's going to give me growth and it's not going to take my growth the other way so a guy uh, a guy here that I, I coach actually he 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 made a comment to me I want to keep walking up the stairs not down them and uh, and this, ah. is, this is an opportunity to be able to do that I guess in your life when you are sort of felt uh, you know faced with adversity and some doubt mm. to be able to sort of give yourself uh, an opportunity to create a situation and a circumstance for yourself where you can continually grow yep for sure, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So you've that's been able great, to yeah. facilitate that for many people. Is there anyone that stands out for you that you've been able to um, to, to help, you know, over your journey? Oh, look, look, one, I had an event a couple of weeks ago and and um, as a group, you know, 20 people here and um, adults, you know, and but there was an 18-year-old girl um, that... Because we have a sharing circle at the end after we've had our we've had our, our, our lunch, you know, we, we eat together and then we have a sharing circle at the end. And she said, uh, well, I went around and asked everyone what they got out of the day, you know, and um, asked everyone what they got out of the day, Aaron, and it came to her and she said, I'm proud of myself. Like, it was so powerful. Mm. I'm proud of myself mm. because I did, this day to me was uncomfortable. And I and, and I and I and mate, I when that happens, I get quite. Well, I'm a quite emotional person, mm. and when I see that, I'll, I'll, and we were all all of us in that. And she was the youngest there, and we're all you know adults, and um, and it was so empowering. Mm. This can help. This cha- this is what changes gives people their power, mate. You know, mm. and I've done. I've studied rites of passage, 
the Rice Capacity Institute. That's another. Um, that's what we also we, we, we're working here. So I'm kind of what I'm doing, mate, is that you know we're, we're doing some we're doing ice baths, we're doing breathing, we're in nature, and we, I'm also a, a, adapting some um, rites of passage stuff in that as well, mate. You know, mm. and, and and rites of passage is something that's so important that we've lost, like for thousands of years, mate. Right, communities around the world that have no contact with each other knew about the rites of passage. Mm. And they knew that was the right thing. That was inherent. That was in the nature, mm. right? Um, and and you know it's when um, um, uh, boy and girl, when they go into uh, manhood, womanhood, there's a rite of passage. Mm. And and the thing is, what's happening now? We've lost society's lost that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 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 what's happening? Um, for exa- for example, for example, I'll give an example so I can explain this. Um, like paint a picture for example is that you know young fellas for example you know they uh, they may take start risk taking you know drinking fighting um not all i'm just giving an example um risk taking behavior fast cars driving uh fast uh drink driving and um and see what they need they need they need to have a rite of passage and it's been lost mate because we've lost we've lost that connection right and so to be able to facilitate space where we can where, where where this can happen safely and not have these life-changing experiences for example getting in a, in, a, in a car with a group of mates mm. you know you've had a few drinks all of a sudden and all of a sudden there might be someone or you spend the rest of your life in a wheelchair all this kind of stuff whereas we can facilitate this safely and get people to to move through to their different stage of life because aaron um right passage happens all through our lives mate it's happening now for you and i to become elders mm. right and, and it happens all through our life. And then the community, this is how we support the younger ones is by helping as we, 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 we move to, to eldership um, and, and help that rite of passage, mate. Mm. It's so important because this society um, now, you know, we, we don't want to get old. There's all these, kind, you know, and there's there's all these things happening. People, you know, health and, and, and wellness is important. Obviously, we keep healthy, but ageing, Okay, that's a part of life, and that's what we, we're here for, to, to, for for that for the next ones to come through, mate. Support our younger ones below us, mate, you know? You don't have to end up in a nursing home if you choose not to. Correct, mate. Yeah, yeah. Mark, it's, um, it's like that that experience with that 18-year-old girl possibly may have cha- cha- changed her life, you know, uh, and, that, and that one day, you know, she's... She's got an education that she may not have got in, you know, two or three years of school in in, in one yeah. in one 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 workshop because it's actually given her the ability to be able to say, shit, you know, uh, I I am I am a confident human being here. I've done this sort of stuff. Now I can actually step into what mm. it is that I really love doing, perhaps rather than just doing something mainstream. Or it's given her yep. the, the self confidence to be able to grow. Yeah, yeah, um, that, that, exactly, mate. Because then they they know that coming back to where we say it again, they've got the power within. They actually can do it. They mm. actually are able to do it. Mm. You know, mm. and I get I get calls from um, uh, you know people or, or messages which are beautiful. I mean, and that that brings tears, mate, because I know I'm on the right path. Is when you know they've had they've had such a huge shift or change. It's just a matter of keep going with it, though, and that's what we what we want to create a network. And that's the next step, Aaron, in our work, mate, mm. is keeping people, you know, chugging away so they don't drop back into their, their, uh, you know, back to where they were before. Yeah. And look at, yeah. you know, I think what happens, you know, what the, what the thing is, we we provide, you know, a session for them, a, a space um, that they can be themselves, authentic. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. Um, you know, and and it's what's really important. This is not a bucket list. That's the one. That's as important, Aaron. It's not a bucket list to say I've done an ice bath now. And we've kicked the bucket list and we go on. What's the next thing? Yes. We need to do this. We need to do this stuff, mate. You know, Re- because it's good for our health. It's good yeah. for our mental health. As we're humans, connecting yeah. with. Yep. We're what humans need. We are not robots. We are humans. We love. And and we, we and we we get close together, mate. And that's what it's all about, man. Mm. And um. And as I said, um, that that was a highlight for me. It's part of your toolkit, Mark. Like it's it's part of your toolkit to be able to stay 
functional and uh, and, yeah. and and um, vital as a human to be able to do these things. And really, yeah. we're 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 reversing nature. We're we're forcing against nature consistently. You know, people have to get up and get mm-hmm. a coffee to get going in the morning and. You know, if you're mm. doing things at the right times of day that are actually helping your your body and mind find equilibrium, then you'll you'll be able to be able, be able to function to your capacity, and you, you won't get disease. Mm. Uh, you know, so so what you're doing is providing a space for people where they can come and learn these skills because they're not actually learning them in modern society. Yeah, mate, that's right. We yeah, so we're trying to bring it back. So the, what I've done here, Aaron, exactly, I'm I build and recycle materials, so. I like to show people that we, we can use stuff. It doesn't have to be shiny or, or brand new to use. I use recycled timbers, bridge timber, old corrugated iron. I've got stone on the property of, 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 that uh, I've collected. Um, this, uh, we've worked out this 20 tonne of stone. I've built a, a sweat lodge mm-hmm. out of stone from the property, and it's still it's taking me two years, mate. I've finally got the roof on. I, I've, uh, I've had a heater. I've got the, the wood-fired heaters turned up from Finland, so I'm right. So I've got to oh. I've got to get that in. Um, so um, yeah, it's good, mate. So I'm, that's what I'm just you know exactly just trying to do. Use yeah, just just strip life back, mate. Because you know I don't know. It's just um, it's the essence, mate. That's what we need to do is is just strip life back. Get back to nature. Feel, get back to nature. Yeah, uh, I, I used to get that feeling when I go running. In the morning, when it was just me and the stars, um, yep. and I'm just feeling this is fucking. How do I get more people doing this? You know, oh, no. uh, no, with what you're doing with the hot and the cold. If you've got a steam room and then you've got a cold, an ice bath, like that's just going to complement uh, things beautifully. But yeah, right. so I look forward to getting yeah. down there, mate. I, I'm I'm so grateful to uh, to 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 have this conversation with you because it's just inspired me uh, in many ways to to do something similar, and that's been my dream to actually provide a space where I can, um, you know, facilitate uh, well-being um, modalities for people because that's what people are going to need, I think, in the future in many ways. So, Mark, how can people get hold of you? Well, thank you. Thanks. That's a great question, son. Well, <laughs> thank you. Obviously, my Instagram is mark.tiger.clua. K-L-U-W-E-R? Yeah, K-L-U-W-E-R. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I know I'm just going to make sure I get this right. My email address um, is um, yeah, mark at markclua.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and our elevated, where our, our place is called Elevated Springs. What's we the website? Yeah, uh, the website is markclua.com. Yeah, it's a website. Dot au, dot au on the end of it. No, no, just just dot com. I right. think. Okay, cool. And that all the information yeah, on Elevated Springs is on there and your events. Yeah, and the other our other Instagram handle is Elevated underscore Springs, and you can see what my beautiful wife has been creating with the garden. And we we when we can. I mean, that's this is a bigger big thing we're trying to obviously grow what we uh, eat, eat. Hang on, eat what we grow, but. That's still at early stages, but um, we've got our vegetable garden growing here. We're totally off grid here, mate. We're on lithium iron batteries. Good we've got we, we we've got tank water, so we we are totally off grid, mate. Composting, composting. Uh, we're composting our you know all, all that kind of stuff, ah, mate. We're unbelievable. You know, living the dream. I reckon that's yeah, the, that's mate. that's living the dream. That that's 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 yeah. unbelievable, mate. Mark, yeah, so, um, oh, look, I, I, I'm hoping that people can jump onto your website and check it out and check on the uh, Elevated Springs Instagram page. I'm going to definitely jump on and, and, and have a look. And have a look. I, I'm living in a warm climate. I'm looking forward to getting back to that cold climate again. But if there's a if there's a hot room that I can get hot, then I'll be fucking happy. Yeah, there you go, son. So, <laughs> so that's, not, that's perfect. Sorry, Aaron. I, I was just going to also say to you, mate, before I forget, just to entice you further, you have a wood-fired hot tub here too, mate. Oh, God, I've been in them before. No, They're unbelievable. Yes, yeah, so this one, mate, um, we double in it. We're using it as the ice bath at the moment. Yeah. But, um, obviously, come winter, mate, it'll be beautiful. We'll, uh, we, uh, you know, looking at the sun setting in the west and uh, and the, when the cold's on, there'll be warm water in that in, in that hot oh, tub, mate. So geez, it's bloody yeah. rouse, mate. That, hey? sound, that sounds pretty awesome to me. I, I'm coming down there to live with you, I reckon, at some stage. So 
We'll see. We'll see. But we're gonna. Well, I believe you've got a model to uh, to to duplicate in other areas, so people have got facility oh, access to these facilities. You know, I'd love to build one mm. up here. Uh, yeah, just, just be so, so so perfect to do that. So let's talk more about that one, brother. I'm really appreciative of your time. I'm 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 sure lots of people are going to get a lot out of this, and uh, we're going to uh, we're going to definitely keep in touch and. Um, Get more of this sort of stuff happening so people can take charge of their well-being uh, more by, by listening to people like yourselves and be able to, you know, facilitate or access facilities that you've got and, and your knowledge and, and be able to get, uh, you know, get, get, get our, 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 I suppose, our species and our culture thriving again rather than outsourcing our well-being. Yeah. So what you're doing, mate, at 55 and the, the condition that you're in physically and mentally is tremendous. So I really uh, you, congratulate you for, for all that you've done and all that you're doing for yourself and everyone else around you. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Aaron. And um, I really appreciate you reaching out for this uh, opportunity to, to spread the love and the word, mate. Yeah. That's what we are. We're one community and we're growing, son. We That's are, it. Agreed. We are driving a wedge into mainstream mate we're in a we're in a great uh, time in humanity so it's really beautiful yeah, that we mate. can we yes. can have these conversations all right mate i'll, I'll talk to you soon thanks aaron cheers bye mate see ya bye-bye there you go guys mark Kluwa. uh geez i tell you what if we can all take something away from that conversation um we're going to be better people uh, i really encourage you to jump on mark's website markclua.com uh K-L-U-W-E-R, but yeah, look, at 55, this guy's thriving. Now, we can all do that. We're just got to, you know, find space to be able to do the things that actually uh, give us some growth rather than take it the other way. And Mark's, Mark's certainly living proof of that. He's, he's changed his life. It was only five years ago, 2016, and, and just being open to be able to um, go to something which actually helped him, uh, you know, in more ways than one uh, and step up to the plate when he needed to it's pretty inspirational and we've all got the power to do that i think you know work work with 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 our capabilities rather than sort of against them and uh we tend to uh yeah get uh get into our shells a bit and uh and get stuck there so this is a great uh a great example of someone that uh, that's uh taken life by the balls uh, and being able to to move forward and thrive so Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get hold of me, support at outbackmind.com.au or through uh, outbackmind.com.au, uh, Aaron Schultz Yoga on Instagram and all that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, I want to get more of these podcasts out there to rural Australia. So if you've got a story to tell, touch base with me and we'll see if we can get you on to uh, to share your journey through uh, through regional Australia and help each other grow and thrive. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers.